From the protectors of the internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast. Welcome to the PKO Podcast, sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Justice Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I'm Dana, and today with me, I'm very excited to have a couple of my colleagues. Uh, Kagan and Jess are with me. They are a part of our, they are our cyber tip team in Wisconsin and always doing tremendous work on safety for kids. So welcome, Kagan. Welcome, Jess. Thanks for being here today. Yeah, thanks, Dana. Thanks for having us. Yeah, very exciting. Um, so you've both been with us for some time. You do tremendous work with cyber tips. We've talked a lot about cyber tips on the podcast in the past. Um, and the fact that, you know, the number that we get from uh, electronic service providers continues to increase. And the amount of um, tips that come to us from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children continue to increase every year. And we know that's based on a lot of things, but just you know, our society just uses a lot more tech. It's just a part of our everyday lives. And so um, one of the things that I would like to kind of start out with is just talking to you both about um, maybe your perceptions or something that you that surprised you since you came to work in this industry and to work on cyber tips and that sort of thing. So maybe something's just like I don't know, surprised or something that's been a key takeaway for you since then or um, that type of thing. So, Kagan, I'm going to start with you. Share share your thoughts. Hey, absolutely. Well, you know, I've been here now for uh, a little over two years now, and it's been really interesting to see uh, kind of like the trends we've been noticing with cyber tips. Like you said, we've been on the rise, and I'm a big guy into, you know, statistics, the data. You know, back in 2019, we had about 2,600 cyber tips. Back in 2020, we had about 3,500, and now we're seeing uh, towards the end of the year, uh, we're sitting at about 4,400 trending to 4,600. So you're totally on the you know ball here when you're saying, you know, we keep seeing a rise and rise and rise. And I think the most interesting thing for me is that, you know, we are such a technology-driven world, and I've got a couple of younger, younger siblings here, and uh, they are so proficient in technology. And I know, like, it's one of, like, the constant battles, uh, especially talking with parents nowadays through the job or, you know, through personal connections, that, you know, kiddos are, are very advanced, uh, both in, you know, the types of games that they've got out there, the various devices. And, you know, with COVID times happening before here and, and still kind of ongoing, you know, we turn a lot to online connections nowadays. And I think one of the things that I've noticed um, that's, you know, certainly interesting, uh, especially through like tips here is that, you know, folks are, in, you know, kiddos are connecting through the internet a lot more than I think people used to do, you know, face-to-face contact and like going out and doing stuff together has kind of been shifted towards, you know, online gaming, um, or, you know, just online chatting platforms and stuff like that. So I think one of the things that's really like kind of blown my mind is like how, uh, pervasive that is starting to become and like almost how normalized, um, you know, for better or for worse, you know, there's certainly some really great connections that can be had out there. Uh, but it's, you know, certainly important to make sure that we're, you know, being mindful about, you know, who we're connecting with and, and the amount of time spent uh, doing things like that. Yeah. Wow. Um, you shared so much there in that short amount of information. And I agree. People have heard me say this before on here that I'm also a numbers nerd. I love seeing the stats and kind of comparing to past data and stuff like that. Um, but you make some excellent points, and those are things that I've been really surprised by too. Um, it's just the the 
average age that we're seeing using these things, it continues to trend downward. And um, those younger kids are using devices at a higher and higher rate, but we, we may or may not be getting the safety information to them at the same um, at that same rate. So those are those are super points. And I, I appreciate you bringing those up. Um, Jess, we'll throw it over to you. What what have you found out about, learned about? What surprised you? Um, what do you think? Um, well, Dana, actually, you kind of took the words out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> I think one of the biggest things that surprised me the most, aside from the sheer number of tips and how much this is increasing, um, is that age. Um, the age that we're seeing kids you know, on these different devices and, and online platforms, uh, particularly kids online streaming or live streaming, I should mm-hmm. say. Um, you know, we see kids as young as eight, seven, even younger um, doing these live streams. And a lot of times they're doing it in their household and family is there. Parents are there. They're just in their bedroom doing this. So I find that, you know, really surprising to see and, you know, scary to see that how young these kids are. Um, I think that's probably one of the biggest things for me. Yeah, I agree. And I there was a new report that came out from Thorne on self-generated um, child sexual abuse material, um, SGC SAM. And basically that's, you know, these these produced images that people might call sexting or those types of things. And the age range that they surveyed in there, you know, the, the amount of responses they were getting from from nine and 10 year olds and things like that. Uh, it's really heart wrenching and it makes us understand that we do need to start these conversations about appropriate boundaries and appropriate sharing and that kind of thing um, so much sooner than maybe we had planned in the past. So I I appreciate that you said that. I'm sorry I stole that out of your mouth, but <laughs> I think it's an important it's an important takeaway that we all have when we start realizing that, I think. Um, so. Speaking of that, speaking of some of those numbers, and like you were saying, um, the the prevalence of live streaming and, and some of these devices, we are headed into kind of the holiday time, a lot of gift giving taking place. And I think it's a good time for us to be talking about um, some some safety considerations as you might have some new devices in the home or uh, as you know, kids might be interacting with friends with new devices or those types of things. So um, you know, I, having multiple people on the call is hard because we're not in the same room together, but maybe we'll just go, uh, again, one after the other. And, and Kagan, talk to us about what you think some of the key safety things we should keep in mind are with new devices. Yeah, absolutely, Dana. And like you said, it, this can be a really exciting time, you know, both for kiddos and family members. You know, there's there's new items in the home um, or like, you know, you're going over to see your friends during your free time who might have some fun new stuff. And it's definitely like very, very exciting to go out and try all these new things. Like there's new games out there, um, new ways to connect. You know, we're talking about streaming services, you know, hopping on something like Twitch or Omegle and and, you know, meeting other random people or like just talking and and kind of being playful. And uh, for some people uh, like that can be very fun. But like you said, there there are some concerns and some safety considerations we want to like make sure uh, to be thoughtful of, and and this can go for like you know parents both for when you know thinking about something that you might um, give to your kiddo or give access to your kiddo or like if 
you know, they're going over to a friend's house, like we were talking about, where they might come across, you know, something is, you know, what what do we want to do when we, you know, have these new things, these new opportunities to, you know, both interact and in, like the technology world we live in. Uh, and, and some of those could be, you know, time constraints, you know, that some of these things are awesome and fun. Uh, how much time do we want to be like letting kiddos be sitting on there? You know, is it hours and hours and hours? Is it, you know, just one or two before they maybe hop off uh, to, you know, get an eye break or making sure like, Sometimes some games that interact with tons of people uh, out there versus, you know, one-on-one time, it could be very stressful or they might be coming across, you know, words that uh, are, are hurtful or harmful or maybe might bring in some new language that you might not quite want for kiddos. And I think really the most important thing is, especially for like those younger uh, kiddos, you know, we're talking about those eight to 10 year olds on streaming platforms. What, what should they do if they come across something that's upsetting? And a lot of times um, it, from conversations I've had in the past and um, some of the readings I've done on, on this topic is that it's important to uh, impart on your kiddo that you're, you know, how do they respond when they come across something uh, either bad that they've seen or, you know, being taught to in a certain way. And making sure that they feel like there's a open and viable track to connect with you and say, hey, this is what I saw, or, you know, this is how I'm feeling. And I think that's probably one of like the most important things you can impart in your kiddo in times like this is like, hey, they got some new fun stuff. They might come across something they don't like. What should we do? Uh, you know, turn off the computer, come tell mom, come tell dad, um, you know, if they're at a friend's house and come across something like that and, and you aren't there, you know, what what should they do if you kind of help give them those rules? So that, that'd be something I'd, I'd consider off the bat coming into these times, you know, time constraints and, you know, how to respond to something going on that might make them feel uncomfortable or uneasy. Yeah, those are awesome. And, and I think, they fall under that that key component we're always talking about just and I hope I don't steal this from you Jess but just talking with your your children about what they're doing online um and what that you know whatever that involves if it's boundaries or what they come across and how they respond to it or those types of things um such an important piece of things so Jess what would you share as safety information kind of at the forefront of your mind yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I 100% agree with having those safety conversations with your kids. That's um, one of the best things you can do to keep your kids safe. Um, but another thing I would uh, say is talking to your children about setting up their privacy settings um, and safety settings on these devices. So if you're giving them a new device, perhaps uh, setting the device up with them, um, going through safety settings, gives you an opportunity to not only learn about how the device works, both for the parents and for the child, but also gives you that chance to kind of have that safety discussion with them and talk to them about these issues and, you know, about what they can do to keep themselves safe on these devices. Um, That's a great way to um, make sure that they're using them safely and um, help everybody keep that line of communication open. Yes, I think that's awesome. Yes, thank you for sharing that. And I should say, too, that um, as we're talking about the importance of communication and, you know, definitely getting those privacy settings set up, that way, you know, who that communication might be taking place with, um, and you can kind of help set some safeguards around that. It's important to say, too, that, you know, we're talking about these younger and younger ages that are involved in tech use and that we're seeing in some of these reports. Um, it's very important to talk about the, the age restrictions on these platforms and the fact that they exist. Um, I think that we see a lot of younger kids using them and 
I'm going to say violating um, those those age restrictions on those. And whether or not that's with parental consent, it's important to think about why those restrictions exist. Uh, and so I'll throw that out there as people are getting devices that perhaps, um, you know, saying that you're 13 when you are not 13 and signing up for an account, it may seem harmless, but there are reasons that that's in place. Um, you know, there's there's uh, COPPA laws um, to help keep our children safe. There are um, there are restrictions that the platforms put in place so that that certain content doesn't get filtered to them, and you know the the context of certain stuff doesn't have to be um, as adult for our kid users that are our child users that are using these platforms. Um, and so, just you know, something to keep in mind that if if a child is eight and says they're 13 uh when help me do my math guys when they <laughs> actually turn 13 the system thinks they're 18 if i'm doing my math right so the system now thinks they're an adult and is feeding them either you know you might know this person adult uh contacts and relationships they might stop filtering things with a more adult context to them like stories with you know violence or political undertones or those types of things that might be filtered out otherwise so there's reasons that those things are in place um for our children's safety and i'll just throw that out there because i know that's a really popular topic lately and i'll open it up if, if yeah. either of you has more to say about that no i'll, I'll hop right in Dana, on that uh sorry jeff deal on the floor um <laughs> No, I, I totally agree with this where like these are some really important, you know, things to consider and hundred percent jumping off of what Jeff was saying when you set up accounts with them is looking at, you know, if they've got a new device or, you know, even if it's a family device, looking at, you know, games uh that can get downloaded or various apps and, and the considerations, like hopping over to like common sense media or like ESRB, uh, which is like the game rating uh website, it, it's really important to talk about, you know, because some of those games, you know, like Dana said, have, you know, violence or political undertones or considering, you know, uh if there's like world chess, you can talk with people, uh like play with other people that is, are unknown to you. Um and, you know, some of these safety settings are really important because it might allow you to for example, turn off like that all chat that lets you, you know, connect with others. So like maybe they're not being uh, online enticed by like an adult who's maybe trying to pretend to be, you know, juvenile. Like sometimes these settings allow you just to shut it off uh, completely. So having these conversations um, early on both helps uh, you understand, you know, the kind of games and content that your kiddo is downloading to uh, whatever device or even uh, where they have to come and connect and talk with you and kind of starting that uh, conversation early will have your kid, I think, uh, feel more comfortable. Like I know this has been the same with like my siblings um, who are up at, on the younger end is they'll connect with my parents for saying, hey, this is an app I'm interested in. Um, can we talk about like the important uh, or the potential to download it? And, you know, we'll go over, look at like the settings, you know, the what's about the game, you know, what kind of stuff you can connect with. And then you can say, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Or, oh, well, there's some pieces that I don't feel so comfortable with communication early on um, in the relationship is really, really important. And I, you'll get respectful for yourself as well as from your kiddo uh, by kind of having that open communication. I love that. I love incorporating the, the discussion into the things that they're interested in downloading and interested in using. So that's awesome. Um, we're coming close on time, but Jess, other thoughts that you want to share with us as we start to close out here? Anything on COPPA or anything else safety-wise? Um, no, I just wanted to add um, to that last piece there that I think 
something important to remember is that because kids are so tech savvy these days, um, they really are. A lot of them know more than we do about half of these things. Mm -hmm. Um, it can be easy to forget how young they actually are. And it may seem like they are ready for some of these apps that have these, you know, older, um, age requirements and things like that. But at the end of the day, they are children. Um, and they may not have that you know, emotional capacity for that yet. So just keeping in mind um, that they are still kids, um, even though they know how to use this stuff, they may not be ready for some of these platforms quite yet. That's a really good point. Yes. And it is our job as parents and guardians to kind of help them figure out what they are and aren't ready for and how to process some of that stuff. And, and like you were saying earlier, Kagan, how to respond to it if something inappropriate does happen so that they don't have to deal with it. Um, or at least don't have to deal with it alone. So very good points um, from both of you. And I appreciate that very much. Uh, so I will say um, for folks, if you are interested in us doing some research and having some conversations about apps that you're hearing about or trends that you're seeing out there, please let us know. You can connect with us on Facebook or you can connect with us uh, on our website through the form at icac.widoj.gov. We're always happy to hear from you. And Kagan and Jess, you are not getting away without a joke. I just forgot about it in the beginning. So I have one for you to end things today. Are you ready? Ooh, Ooh I'm ready. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> I do not have a tech themed joke, but since we're in Wisconsin, I have a winter themed joke for you. What do you Alrighty. call a snowman with a six pack? Oh, geez. Um, hmm. I don't know. An abdominal oh, man, snowman. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> That's a good one. I like it. Jeez. <laughs> ah, so thanks for playing along with me. You guys know how much I love my nerdy humor, but... Um, please feel free to steal and share that one as much as you'd like. <laughs> and I just want to say thanks again. Thanks, Jess. Thanks, Kagan. I really appreciate you coming on here and sharing your expertise. I know you're going to be joining me on more of these in the future because the information that you both have to share um, with our listeners and citizens of Wisconsin and beyond is just so valuable. And I appreciate it so much. So thank you both very much for being here today. You bet. Thanks. Thanks, Dana. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us here, Dana. Glad to join. Excellent. Great. Well, as always, everybody, thanks for listening and stay safe.